With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's Royce Unchained, presented by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, Mr. Money Talk. So, Pat, I know on Unchained yesterday, you guys talked a lot of twins. We can we can talk about you're down there in, in uh, Florida, in Fort Myers. So we can definitely talk some baseball. But I don't know if you noticed the Kirk Cousins pre-free agency mm. media tour has been. <laughs> you want to talk about like Taylor Swift's worldwide wow. tour, right? Wow. Kirk Cousins it's... was on Sky Sports over the weekend with his little cardigan. Sky Sports. Big that's, smile. That's British, isn't it? Isn't that Britain? Britain? That's yeah. Sky Sports. Uh... He's just, his main message is, you know, people don't really realize this. Friends and family want to know what's going to happen. And the conversations don't really start until March. And so I'm just really excited mm. to see how it all plays out. And, and just three days ahead of i bet he's ahead of schedule with his recovery oh very much ahead of schedule how often is he how often have guys in that situation say well i'm pretty far behind schedule here with my recovery so i don't don't know if somebody wants to sign me or not (laughs) yeah i I had a setback last week actually it's pretty crazy (laughs) uh you know it is uh it it is amazing what that netflix thing did for him though isn't it i mean Mm -hmm. image wise i i didn't watch it i don't watch that crap but uh (laughs) but uh everything i hear is he just came off as this really nice family man and then pat mahomes was throwing out f-bombs every six words six letter words so, uh, so they, you know, the contrast is, you know, you, you had your choice whether you wanted the goody two shoes or you want Patrick, Patrick, but apparently, uh, uh, it, it seemed to do a lot for his, uh, images as, as a human being, you know, it definitely did. Now the, the thing though, is give, give me the quarterback, Patrick, who drops F-bombs all day long. <laughs> yes, I don't need true. you to be cautious about your F-bombs no, or no. how you, I, I want you to be competitive, fiery, but yes, he he definitely went from I, I think he was considered pretty closed off before yes. that, and and that sort of was was like oh no he's a, a great guy, which by the way he might be, but that yeah. doesn't make him a great quarterback. No, and uh, does uh, is he got the same agent that's done done well for him by this? I mean that's uh, Mike the McCarty. Agent- the agent hooking him up with that was, uh, you know, a genius. And, he, uh, you know, he probably was well well coached. And uh, stay away from your political views and, uh, you know, you'll uh, you'll do fine here. I, I don't know what how much that got out, but uh, I don't know. He's uh, an injured, what, when's he 36? Is he turning 36? August, this summer, August. yeah. Yeah, 
uh, I, I don't know. Is, isn't there a lesson to be learned here with these other old quarterbacks that they gave too much money to, including Aaron Rodgers and some of these guys? There's, there's this whole narrative now because of Brady that these guys can last forever. And, uh, you know, there's still 35-year-old guys who I, I don't want to take a chance on. So. I, yeah, people I, kind I, of prop Aaron Rodgers up as an as an example next to Brady, right? Well, look at Aaron Rodgers. Well, look at Aaron Rodgers. Yes. He, what what have the, the Packers were a non-playoff team at the end of his run there and then he steps on the field for 30 seconds and rips his leg in half, you know, yes. in his first Jets game. And the, the the fact of the matter is, I mean, he was what MVP 2 years ago or something, but uh, you know, when push came to shove, he didn't get it done that year on his home on his home field, and uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't as good. And the year before that, he was terrible. So, uh, you know, he was he wasn't Brady. He hasn't been Brady. He's still playing, but he's not. He's was he going to be forty? Is he going to be forty? Thirty nine. Rogers. Thirty yeah. forty. So, and the Jets are going to bring him back for one year, and uh, that's not going to work. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't. I you know the let the ship sail here start all over again find your quarterback what the hell's the matter with you this is the this unless you're going to really stink and there's going to be is there going to be another draft class like this for quarterbacks with five of them there that you can possibly draft and might be the guy you know you're it's not you know, Kellen Mond and uh, whatever the guy from BYU, the old man from BYU's name, and I can't even remember. Jaron Hall. Yeah, Jaron he's Hall. Old man. He's older yeah. than you are. Yeah. Walker. That's not it. You got to what? Okay, Brock Purdy came along. He's got a great team, and he's a, a, the lowest draft choice of all. But everybody else is a number one, is a first rounder. You got to take, you got to get somebody that you believe in and go from here. Let's go. Come on. Why? Why is it deemed so risky? I mean, you have, and it's, again, I'm not fully blaming Cousins for this, but six years you've pumped in a quarter of a billion dollars basically yes. into this yes. guy, and you have one playoff win as a franchise. Why is there such a? Oh, it's risky. You better be careful what you wish for if you move off of. Kirk Cousins. That's what. That's what I don't really understand. I, I don't either. I don't. I mean, what? What are you? He's. If you have to pay him, you aren't going to be able to to improve your team enough to make any kind of a run in the playoffs. So what? What's the purpose? What? What's the? You know, the secret of success we're discovering, unless you got Patrick Mahomes, the greatest football player who ever lived, uh, that is having the low-priced quarterback, right? Having the guy that you don't have to pay for five years. So even the fifth year isn't that bad. The fifth year is, what, 20, 22, something like no. that. Now you got to pay these guys 50. Yeah. You know, what do you, what do you, people think? Well, if Cousins gives us a bargain. So what's a bargain? 35? He, I, I don't even think he's going to take 35, do you? I think he wants more. No, so, no. I, I believe if I'm correct on this, Daniel Jones got 40. I yeah, do not see yeah. his camp taking less than less Daniel than Jones 40. got. No. Why did they pay Daniel Jones 40? Ed Why Donatel. did they do Because of Ed Donatel, yeah. Be, because know, of the Vikings, I Pat. I know, but you don't have to. What, what were you just say? Okay, we'll give you 30 for three years. And that's it. Ed deserves a cut of this. That's what this comes down to. Yes, nobody's going to come in and outbid them. They nobody else is going to. They're they're out. 
There, it's the old George Steinbrenner outbidding himself thing here, uh, don't you think? It is. It's, uh, <laughs> kind of. I think the it, Dodgers, yeah, it is. It's the Dodgers shining and show. Hey, they outbid themselves by a hundred million. They they could have gotten him for six. They decided to make sure that nobody else offered him six, so they outbid themselves by a hundred million dollars. What? <laughs> why do you do that? So, but but what do you what do you think happens? Do you think it's it seems like the Wilfs are. The Wilfs want to know, okay, if you're going to move off of him, then it's it, it almost feels like ownership is the most hesitant to make a big change, I guess. Well, who, so, has, who has indicated that? Who's, I mean, who's hinted at that? Well, Quasey has, conti- I think, just like reading the tea leaves, just like frontally at press conferences, they've never been overly committal to Kirk, and they're always no. talking about how it takes two to tango. Uh, but then at the end of the day, they at least last time around, they wind up, okay, I guess we'll... So I'm just... It's sort of just an educated guess that if it's up to the front office, I think they probably go in a different direction, but owners might have a little bit of a different yeah, thought. I, I I don't know. If you're an owner, if you're an NFL owner, what difference does it make? You're going to make, you know, if you lose 2,000 season tickets a year, what difference does it make? You're still making your $250 million. What you know, try to, you know, try to accomplish something. Go find a, a quarterback and that they, you can accomplish something with instead of, oh, we're going to go 10 and 7 and then we're going to get beat in the first round. So, I mean, you got beat at home at 13 and 4 and by a quarterback who should be making $12 million, not 40. So uh, it's it's ridiculous to uh, – it's ridiculous to rip up your team in order to keep this guy to do nothing, to go nowhere. He was, they had a, they had a 13 and four year. Okay, great. And nothing, nothing happened. So you need a, you need a better quarterback. You need an athlete. Let's go here. Come on. Stop did it. You, did you catch in any of the Goodell Super Bowl presser Monday? I watched a little bit of it, ten minutes or so. They were, uh, they were, they, there were some guys show up and try to ask him. Tough you see questions. the gambling stuff. Him trying to some somebody re- read him like a direct quote from two thousand three, in which he's like, "Gambling can't be associated with this league because yes. everything would be questioned." Oh, I and, missed that. And the person read the entire quote from two thousand three and said, "What's your response now?" And because they won't just come out and say, "Because you know how much we're making off these." people he's trying to dance around how well now and you know this is exactly what i'm talking about in the double talk god it was it was fun to watch oh it was uh that's that's uh you know it is it's the one time you get him and they they started doing that with roselle uh, you know 60 years ago when the super bowl first came and the gotcha the the there's, there's enough still enough gotcha guys out there that come with their prepared questions and uh you know, have to, uh, you know, get asked that one, but, uh, it is, it, all of sports are the biggest hypocrites that ever lived. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. We're going to suspend. They're still suspending these college football players who go fill out a parley card somewhere at, uh, at, at some legal casino or, or the NFL is, if you do it on the grounds of the, if you, if you're do, if you're betting on the grounds of the NFL team, then it's 
then then you can be suspended. But if you want to go off to the casino and bet, that's fine. It, as long as you're not betting on the NFL. I don't know. They got themselves in a, a wonderfully hypocritical situation because it's the, it's, I mean, like every game you watch, DraftKings, ESPN now tells you what you can call in and bet right now oh, right? Yeah. for the second half and stuff like this. And they got, what's this new one they got? Well, oh, it's ESPN Bet is their new no, gambling. Yeah, ESPN, but I mean, there's this like these little bets that you can make. These ten dollar bets, the ad thing is. Have you seen that thing? It's it's kind of new, and it's and it's it's just like call in and bet whether this guy's gonna make forty five yards. Or yeah, what over the, under. Oh, yeah. It's it's like uh, in, in game props in, and in game props. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's something. It, it's. Uh, it's it's all over the place. It, these little fifteen second ads to call in and bet on bet on anything you want to bet on. Basically, it's uh, and, and, and I mean baseball is still looking for the, uh, the you know the the big thing for them is going to be having people with their phone in the stands betting on whether it's going to be a ball or a strike. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's uh, but but hey, we don't want it to be a problem. We don't want it. We don't want this to become a problem for you. You might go to a baseball game and bet on every pitch, but we don't want it to be a problem. Well, you, you can apparently you can <laughs> bet on the coin, the Super Bowl coin flip at oh, a minus yeah. at a at a one hundred five, a minus one hundred five. So you're betting on a coin, a fifty fifty coin flip with five percent <laughs> yeah, juice. Yeah, what, what is the purpose? What is the purpose <laughs> of doing that? You haven't if you're betting on the coin flip and giving them five bucks if you lose. Uh, it's. I mean, a hundred five, an extra five. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, what what's the purpose? Bet on something else. Bet on whether the who's who's gonna how many touchbacks are gonna be on the kickoffs or something. I mean, it's, but the uh, problem, Pat, is 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 this? It's not the players. The problem is what you talk about continually. It's the officials. That's yes. what they're they basically. One of Goodell's 2003 quotes was, all officiating decisions will be questioned if we embrace gambling, yes. right? <laughs> and and it's your point about they yeah. impact every single game and can yes. impact a play, you know, every single time. So that's that's the fear of who's really taking care of the fact that the officials don't say, this is a good job, but man, I could use a yeah, lot more money. There's a few. There's got to be some other Tim Donahue's out there. That's for sure. Tim, Tim would have been in his glory here, wouldn't he? Man, this is. Oh, this would I, be great for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just. Uh, it, it, I, I, I don't even know if I'm smart enough to bet on these props. Anyway, they come so fast. How the hell can you? That you just got to be on your phone and bet constantly and yeah. it's something. It's uh, how are we? By the way, how are we going to get if we make it through a full week of a Super Bowl in Las Vegas? And I get that the teams are staying like thirty miles away from the Strip, very strategically. <laughs> they're in Seattle. Yeah, they're just they're going to fly in the morning <laughs> of the game from yeah. from Lake Union. Uh, I just stumbled across along those lines. The this is the last week was the 25th anniversary of Eugene Robinson, oh, yeah. the night <laughs> the night before the Super Bowl, getting arrested for soliciting sex from a prostitute. The quote is amazing. Mm-hmm. So this is from the Washington Post, and uh, and he was so he they played the game. They got beat by two touchdowns, and reporters after the game were yeah. like, "Okay, Eugene, what happened?" So here's the quote. 
Eugene said, I really believe and strongly believe that I will be found innocent of this. Next sentence. What I really want to do now is apologize first to my Lord Jesus Christ and secondly to my wife and kids and my teammates. I'm innocent, but just in case, I want to to apologize to God. That was the great thing about it being Eugene. He was like the big religious guy on the team that led (laughs) chapel and did all that stuff. He uh, was organizing chapel just downtown Miami with some women of the night. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's no, they should. That's stupid. They should have the players staying in hotels right on the strip, don't you think? They that's should the totally agree. <laughs> and not and Pat and not at like the Bellagio. I mean, they no. should. We should be in like old like Fremont Street. They should be Gold staying Nug- at the Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. Yeah, they could, good. They could go next door to the Union Plaza. Is the Union Plaza still there? Uh, the, 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 the the Plaza Hotel is still there, isn't that's it? That's where I stayed with the no. The Union Plaza was where we stayed with with Yates and Kenny on a trip. I went out there for the Super Bowl with the uh, the station. Went out for the Super Bowl and stayed at the Union Plaza, and it's a little bit blue collar to say the least. <laughs> and the guy behind me in line was smoking a cigarette through the thing on his. Uh, oh my god. He had, the, he had the throat, he had the throat cancer thing, and he could start it like this, and then he was having his ear. And I said, "This is my kind of place to watch." This. <laughs> you know what? If yeah. you're that guy too, you've yeah. de- you've defeated lung cancer at that yes, point, right? You, if you're, yeah, you're... yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won, and what do you care? You might as well. But I went to Leroy's Sportsbook for the watch the first half of the Super Bowl and Leroy's sports book. I think one of my lines was the number of teeth and people in this place is equal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the damnedest collection of guys. And they all wanted to give me a tip, you know, guys who were like, you know, had been slept outside all night. We're going to give you a tip <laughs> on the Super Bowl. And you gave me 10 bucks. It was great. Leroy's. Yeah, I watched the first half of Leroy's. It was fantastic. I, that's the side of Vegas we don't see much. Uh, it's that's but, the best side of yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's my favorite side. Like. So yeah, great. The, the guys that are just came out there. They were going to be gamblers for life, and now they're you know now they're sleeping in a garbage can and uh, just <laughs> just just thinking they're still going to hit it big. It's it's fantastic. They're old school too, though. Like they, they used to go. They, they've probably yeah. been there since the seventies. They used to go see Sammy Davis yeah. Jr. and Sinatra. Yeah, that's, right. yeah. that's Vegas. Yeah, not that's, this that's newfangled, true. blown up suburban. No, I went horse trap. Who do uh, Katie and I have been out there for ten, twelve years? But uh, Katie and I went out there, and we went to some bet Midler, and it was two hundred bucks then. Now I bet it's. I bet it's two thousand now. The, the prices have got to be just ungodly to to um, to have a good time out there. But it's uh, you know, as I say, if uh, I don't know, they got a bad break when Buffalo lost, though, don't you? Well, Kansas City, they'll be they'll be a pretty low rent oh. crowd, don't you think? So well, you get all the Swifties now, so you yeah, get. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the Swifties, <laughs> go Swifties. Uh, well, that's a. Uh, that's a you know just a un- unbelievable. She's not. She's back on the road though, right? She's yeah. She band. so she won she's thirteen Grammys in. on Sunday night, and then thirteen. Uh, <laughs> I think it was thirteen. Well, she they they didn't they didn't do all of them during the telecast, but she did God she did win a couple during the telecast. 
And then, uh, yeah, international concerts this week. And then she'll be flying on some lavish private jet from Japan. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I think it's, uh, I think it's great. Uh, You know, who, who, you know, I I love the fact that Joe Suchere's granddaughters run downstairs when they hear Swifties on and they, he has to back up the TV to show them where they, they showed her going like this for five seconds. And ah, crazy. I had no idea until she came to Minneapolis that she was that popular. I knew that people liked her. I didn't know there was a whole legion of cult people. I mean, it it is in different ways. Like it is Elvis from the (laughs) fifties. It is Michael Jackson in the Mm eighties. It's, it's crazy. My favorite Elvis story is he came to Sioux city, Iowa. And my cousin Kathleen, who was like 17, went down there and screamed with everybody else for an hour and a half. And she had an Elvis picture and I think he was autographing it. And my father got a hold of it and, and painted a mustache on it. And she never forgave him for for marking up her Elvis photo. Uh, for he was, uh, you know, but this is like 1957 or something like this, you know, that when he was just starting out and he was mm-hmm. he was doing places that drew 1,500 people, you know, Sioux City, Iowa. So, Pat, yeah. have you watched uh, Masters of the Air on Apple TV with Austin Butler, the guy who played? Elvis in the in in the Tom Hanks version that came out a few years ago. No, I have not. Masters of Air. So it's it's very much like Band of Brothers. It's it's about like the I think it's the nineteenth. Oh, oh yeah, I saw the first. The, the yeah the Air Force uh, in World War Two and awesome, but still has the so he's still got his Elvis voice. <laughs> yes, throughout, that, that's throughout the, the whole like, story. Appear, he he went he was he hosted SNL like a year mm-hmm. ago, yeah. and, and part of his monologue was about how people say. Uh, Still talk like Elvis. Like apparently, he just talks like Elvis now yeah. after doing yeah. that role. I I wanted uh, we, the bride and I got married out there ninety, you know, at the Little White Chapel. We didn't go to the drive-through. We went inside and uh, at the Little White Chapel, and we could have gotten an Elvis impersonator to do it for like an extra fifty, and she wouldn't go along with it. I, but you I, wanted I, you wanted I, her to I do it. That's a shame. That'd be great. <laughs> I got married by an Elvis impersonator. It would have been fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. So she was okay with going out, doing a you know a shotgun wedding in Las Vegas, yeah, but she drew right. the line at Elvis impersonator. Elvis, Elvis right. impersonation. Yes, she wanted it to be. So are, are we talking be, young? She wanted you know old Elvis. Pat, fat guy comes in. Yeah, well, I don't care. I did any Elvis. I would have <laughs> like peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Guy. And hundred like that, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it was uh, I know she just, you know, who uh, Michael Jordan got married there, and so did Bruce Willis. So you know, this See? wasn't this was a high class three play. titans of the entertainment <laughs> yeah, industry. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the great thing is though when you fill out your wedding and your 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 uh. uh application you know you get married there you go down to the courthouse and downstairs you just sign in but they have pencils in case you want to erase some it's not even ink you got to you know you do it pencil back then and it was and the pencil you sign out here you go and then five minutes later you're married it's fantastic it's amazing so it well a lot of money well, we can uh, maybe we could we could do Royce Unchained live from uh, Little White Chapel just to, <laughs> oh, to, to celebrate right. to celebrate commemorate whatever your next uh, mm-hmm. landmark oh, anniversary is. Oh, the great part is the 
the bride gets a Katie get a call about five in the afternoon at the hotel because we'd registered to get married there and she said can you wait till midnight we want to this is hard copy we want to get you we want to have a june bride because it was may 31st and she said, are you bleeping crazy it would have been fantastic i was gonna right? say with the impersonator there that would have been that perfect <laughs> yeah. wedding yes yeah what the heck what, what what more would you want in life so all yeah. right all right. All right. Well, okay, we'll catch Jeff. you again later hey, this week, Pat. Blustery down here this morning in uh, in in the fort. So I, I don't know. It's the weather's been pretty lousy so far. So. Not here. Okay. Go hit those guys some some the, the minor leaguers some fly balls. All right. I'm supposed Bungo to see that. Austin Martin tomorrow. I'll say hello to him for you. Okay. Yes, please okay. do. Okay. All right. See you. Thanks, Pat. All right. There is Royce Unchained, presented in part today by our friends at Zero Res, who are helping to deep clean houses all over Minnesota. With their 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google, that's 17,000 reviews, too, of validation. The Score North Special is what you want to ask for. That's three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119, and you get a free hallway as well. 952-Zero-Res or com. Say you want the Score North Special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same, Zero Res.